The year is 1978. A time when the best way to show a corrupt industry is tits. That's right, everybody. We saw the nice guys. So get ready for some hot flashback and action here on a very groovy episode of The Review Review. There you go, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Troy the Magic Stream. I'm the And this episode continues the trend of me catching up with movies I saw or did not see over the summer. Ones that I saw and I was like, yo, Troy, check it out. And he's like, I'll get to it. And then you did. And then we were like, well, nothing else is coming out. Let's do a show on it. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> Fluffin. This is this, this is, a, is a big fluffer <laughs> episode. This is probably this has been out for like a month and a half, so <laughs> it's know. not like this is new news by any means. Nope. 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 Doctor Strange coming up next week. That's gonna be the tits. Oh my god. Speaking of tits. Terrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> um JT, a Wonder Woman teaser trailer came out today. Today? I, yep. A teaser for the trailer oh, okay. that will be coming out tomorrow. Yeah, I heard there's going to be a trailer tomorrow. Yeah, just so we can all look forward to that. So far, this teaser didn't show anything new except for, you know, tomorrow. Some tits? Didn't show any tits. Okay. Wonder Woman has them. She does. Concealed. Okay, well, that's good. Or else people will be in an uprage. Yeah. Uproar. Raging and roaring. <laughs> They'll be roaring for raging. So obviously check that out tomorrow or today yep. when you're listening. Of course it comes out tomorrow because, you know, that's what happens in, with our show. Right. Is that that shit comes out the day after we do our show. <laughs> we could change the day we do it, but... We won't. No. <laughs> it's already ingrained in us. When, yeah, Wednesdays are way too convenient. Yes. They very well are. You know what? It really breaks up the week for me, it too. It does. It does. I'll it gives w- me something to look forward to. Like, the weekend and this are, like, the two things I look forward to the most. Exactly. And I know <laughs> after we do this, and I usually listen to the show to see, like, how it was the next day, I already know it's almost the end of the week. And there I'm like, go. oh, my. Almost, it's like time to party. That's right. I mean... We're partying right now. Look at us. We're oh my god, cracked we're open these shock tricking these twisted pretzel wheats. These are amazing. They're good. By the way. They're good. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, thank you. We be- totally I totally introduced you to these at the Halloween party at uh Stonecliff. Oh yeah. And they were amazing. Yeah. I wish I would have realized they were there earlier in the night, but oh my god, they were so good. They were good. That was a good costume party too. It was good. Out of all of our friend group, two of them won the like a prize. Yeah, Dinosaur Neil killed it with Dino that Doc Neil, Ock man. costume. Yep. Surprised he went to work with it. Me too. <laughs> How did you get anything done? Yeah, like what the fuck? How did you? 
<sighs> on our Twitter, uh, on our Twitter feed, I might repost some uh, pictures of Dinosaur Neil's costume. It was pretty great. It was pretty good. Ghost Hunter Dave got third place with a Wonder Woman costume. Yep. Just because he cross dressed, of course. It was a different crowd there. Yeah. A bit of an age gap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, look, he's dressed like a woman. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. And then they called uh, who? Uh, the Zelda and Link one, I think, like second the place. Point, yeah, they call it the pointy ear L, like the L's with pointy ears. Yeah. And I literally saw like one of our geek, <laughs> our gamer geek friends like die a little inside. <laughs> oh, and Evil Jerem was Hacker Man from yes. Kung Fury. Amazing. Yes, that was good. it. Was perfect. I know. If people would have actually been cool there, yeah. he would have won first place. Yeah, that was an amazing and just obscure enough to be amazing, like uber amazing. He even had the Nintendo Power Glove. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> and spent the money on like an actual like Commodore freaking keyboard and everything. Yeah. It was fantastic. Oh my god. Man, pretty great. It was good. And then the, what the next night we hit up the old small town saloon. Yep. Freaking, I won first you, place. You busted out your good one. Oh, yeah, the good one. Because it was ready. It oh, was yeah. ready for that night. Yep. When his Van Pelt from Jumanji. Yes. God. Killed it. <laughs> killed it that night. You did. Won first place. That's good. That's good. You you won you won back $100 of like the 175 <laughs> you spent to make the costume. That's very true. <laughs> But Halloween was fun. It was. It was good times. Enough on Halloween, JT. We need to get into more of this news. Okay. So, uh, the Defenders Mm -hmm. already got a huge cast. Oh, yeah. We got Luke Cage. Yep. Boom. Iron Fist going to be in it. Double boom. As well as Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Blind boom and strong woman boom. Boom, boom. Well, this cast keeps getting stacked Oh to the God. brim where who's there's not even breathing room in this Jesus, jt trying to close the lid on the and like, God, <laughs> you can't. close it yeah we all tape know. over the lid <laughs> we know sigourney weaver's the big bad in the, in oh, the yeah. season of course um carrie ann moss is also going to be returning of course nice um misty knight is going to be in this nice also three more characters have been just added today yeah uh scott temple playing stick Nice. Uh, Claire Temple. You know, Rosario Dawson's going to return oh, as the reoccurring. She's there all the time. The thread. And uh, Rachel Taylor, who plays Trish Walker, is also going to be in it as well. Very nice. This is a stacked cast, JT. I also heard uh, Deborah Ann Wall will come back as, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Damn it. Damn um, it. Yeah. As uh, Karen Page. Yep. They're, they're all. Is Foggy coming back? I'm pretty sure Foggy's got to be there, too. This is going to be, oh my, can you imagine the line of people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be your epic, that's, there's your epic, your epic uh, line up there. Yep. It's going to show, it. well, hopefully it starts with like yeah. foggy and then goes, works up until it gets better and better, yeah. maybe ending. I hope they do, they do it where they sprinkle in like the actual <laughs> oh, superheroes. Yeah. Starts it's with like, Daredevil. Foggy, <laughs> stick, misty night, Daredevil. <laughs> Oh, shit. But I guess it's supposed to be like a shortened season, though. I think it's only eight episodes. Yeah. Perfect, though. Oh, yeah. This is like the weird one where, like, out of 
you're trying to cram so much in this, but this is the short season. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's what everyone's been clamoring for. Oh, yeah. So they want it it short and sweet. So maybe it'll be just action-packed the whole way through. There you go. Maybe that's all we want. Yeah. Out of a big, bad, beat em up Yeah, don't do like these long episodes where it's like, well, we got time to kill. Let's walk down the street and talk about humanity. <laughs> or talk about nothing and linger on this scene for ten minutes. Yep. Listen, some of those are great. Some of those, I just keep looking at the clock. Yeah. Or Here, let me get shot and then I'm going to sit in this room for three episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the good thing about this one is like they don't have to... Do like a lot of backstory, I guess. The only thing no. they would maybe do with maybe Sigourney Weaver has a, like a little backstory. Yeah. But otherwise, you know everybody already, so they yeah. can just go, yeah, full frontal. And then in. if <laughs> if one person's not doing a lot, then they can just focus on somebody else. Yeah. Do you know if the Punisher's in this or not? I thought he was. Uh, well, I remember you brought up like that thing where like the controversy where like the he Punisher will- might be one of the letters and like. Oh yeah, that yeah. teaser they made for the defenders, where yeah. it's all they make up defenders with everyone's name. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't know, man. Yeah, well, he's, he's he's off. He's, he's off doing his own thing. That's so, right. He's filming his right now, I think. Oh, or that's almost already wrapped. Can't remember. Anyway, it's gonna be a good time. So much content. <laughs> <laughs> so much content coming to Netflix near you. Uh. Staying... Netflix is always near you. <laughs> Staying on uh, the superhero train. Yeah. The Flash movie mm-hmm. lost its director. I heard about that. So that kind of adds into... I think The Flash is cursed. It's just yeah. not doing... Didn't they lose like another director before this one, too? Yeah, I think this is like its third. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's only a second. But yeah, it lost another director before that too, and also with that, like Deadpool lost its director, Tim yeah. Miller. Yeah, and like um, he's off fucking producing the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I saw that. What a weird departure! <laughs> yeah. It's like fuck you guys. I want to go somewhere where I'm appreciated. <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, because <laughs> we know all those games are gangbusters. <laughs> Not, but uh, and then a Gambit can't keep anything. On track. They lost shit again, too. They, well, I'm just throwing that in the hat. I don't know oh. if they lost anything else. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt if they did. But, like, that begs Channing me. Channing Tatum has died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that just... It, it's an interesting conversation because, like, sure, they, all these superhero movies are, like, the biggest thing now. But it's like, why is it so hard for them to keep a director? I think it's just the social pressure of it all. Like, See, people that's what are I think, so, too. People are so... Like, holding all these on a high pedestal that they're just like, you better make this perfect. <laughs> like, fuck, man. I'm just a goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. So, like, because look at um, superhero movies just, like, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, you have, like, Christopher Nolan starting his Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, he had, like, a vision all the way through. And, like, Sam Raimi had his three Spider-Man movies. And it was all his, like, vision. Yeah. And then now, well, mostly their vision. Well, yeah, and like <laughs> until get, it started making money, and the producers were, and the, the companies were like, "You need to make this how we want it to." <laughs> but like, other like, than um, maybe James Gunn, who's going for his, and we don't even know how the second Guardians movies come out yet. Yeah, but is there like a superhero franchise sense that has been like director vision centric? Joss Whedon had his two. Yeah, but really, out of like just some. R- parts of it 
It could have been almost anybody. I think that's why Marvel's so successful, though, because like I've, from what I've heard from like different interviews and stuff, like Marvel is pretty, like they'll they'll give their input and they'll say what they want on the movie, but for the most part, it's all up to the director and their vision. Right, but then you have a lot of people saying like Marvel movies are all the same; they have the same feel. I wouldn't say like the exact same feel. Like See, they I, are. Yeah, I agree with you. Like they are. They are. Kind of like they do follow a formula, and I'm pretty sure they do kind of like set that in where it's like, it works, so why fuck with it? Yeah, we're but making this, a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> in the same movie. sense, especially like it, like over like the last phase, like it felt like they were trying to like throw in more different genres. Yeah, like with Ant Ant Man being more of like a heist film, and like Winter Soldier and Civil War, they yeah, were being more like espionage type thrillers. Yeah, so like. And then with Doctor, I think Doctor Strange is going to be off the fucking rails. Yeah, I so know. I've heard I cannot nothing see, but yeah, great I, things. Yeah, I cannot see that being a, a typical Marvel film. So I think they're definitely taking risks and they're definitely trying to make things different. And I think that's why all these other ones are like people are just kind of like caving under the pressure because like the, they want like the studios want it to be a success so much that they're almost kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Right. With so much like, yeah, like pressure from this it's angle like, oh, and that angle and this are angle. Are you sure you want to do that, man? Because you know it didn't test too well with these. Fuck it, man. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. So, who knows? I want to see like how. I don't know when the superhero movie is really gonna take like a dive because they really haven't had any diminishing returns as yeah. of yet. But like, when like that formula stops working. And then maybe, like, another director gets in there and really shakes it up again. It's really that person's vision. Yeah. And see if it takes off from there again. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking... Now, this is my prediction. I think after Infinity War, it's going to take kind of a dip. Me too. Because I feel like Infinity War is going to be, like, that pinnacle of what, what it could become. And then from there, they're going to be like, well, what do we do now? And they like, still have one more Avengers movie after that, too. Yeah. Well... I think it's going to be kind of, like, uh, connected to Infinity War, though, isn't it? I don't think... Well, m maybe. I don't know. But I know it's not going to be Infinity War Part 1 and 2 anymore. Yeah. It's going to be its own thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I can kind of see it where it's, like, Infinity War is, like, its pinnacle. And then from there, it's going to be, like, every Marvel movie from there is going to be a little bit smaller, I bet. Because they, they, they're going to try and, like build back up from something mm -hmm. so i think people are gonna just be like well why am i watching and then lose interest and then i feel like as much as i i kind of like the things that uh especially like what fox is doing with x-men and stuff and yeah. like well dc's trying yeah but <laughs> i feel like a lot of their success is kind of off of the fact that marvel's doing so well yeah well they just see the marvel banner in the front oh, even yeah. though I don't think still some people get it, like oh it's just oh, a no. Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, I mean a lot, it, a lot of it's out there already. Like people know, but like a casual movie goer, oh, yeah, like, oh it's a superhero movie. Captain America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why isn't he, why isn't he fighting Wolverine? I want to see how like the Fox stuff does after like Logan comes out. Yeah, because it's like Wolverine's like last quote last movie. Who knows yeah. if he'll like get a chunk of money thrown at him to be yeah. back in there. I want to know what they would just do with the franchise altogether because well, like Wolverine's going to be out. Mhm. Mm and then but then they I guess they still want to do like a 90s right. X-Men? Yeah. So how would they do that without Wolverine? But then 
like okay so they do the 90s one then where do they go from there like it's a really weird like i think they're kind of like painting themselves in a corner in terms of like trying to keep a uh a uh franchise going yeah well especially since over the course of 40 <laughs> years everyone's aged like five yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I, d I don't know like they really don't have to have wolverine in the 90s one because in the 80s he was in oh yeah because they captured him and he kind of escaped from the weapon x program yeah that's true and so he could just be absent through that whole decade because he really doesn't join the x-men again until like x-men one and that's like in the 2000s maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> but who knows if that's canon anymore anyway yeah so i don't know but i'm just curious what they do because like he's the wolverine's the star power mm -hmm. to get people there and if they do have this x-23 as a character in logan and she's the new wolverine i'd like to see how that <laughs> takes its course with the general public yeah and how even that would work because she'd have to this be really is... fucking good too. Yeah, but to kind of match up to like the Hugh Jackman. But that would have to be another time travel thing again because <laughs> it's in the future where she's debuting, and then she'd have to be like two years old. Where if they want to go back to do more X Men shit, so, so like I don't a, know. Have a fucking baby just <laughs> whipping ass, claw baby, claw baby. <laughs> so yeah, interesting shit. Interesting shit. Um. JT, you might want to load up your uh, your sounder. I got okay. some. Okay, I'm, I'm even though it. I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of this sounder, <laughs> but I do got some news for it. Are you talking about that DC on CW news? DC TV. Oh, somebody kill me, please! Somebody kill me, please! I'm on my knees. I'll continue. <laughs> so DC TV, all around the board, not just CW this time. Okay. Um, with the uh, AT&T going to buy uh, Time Warner. Yes. Which is still pending, by the way. A little update on that. It may not go through oh, because of um, standards and practices. They might be a big, too big of a conglomerate. Oh, fuck. So that's still pending through 2017. But they are looking to acquire it because dctv combined brings in one billion dollars in revenue Jesus for warner brothers which is it blew my mind that it's that much but i looked at the um the list of shows that contribute to all this mm -hmm. and it's not just cw shit it's it's uh well it's the cw like arrow flash legends of tomorrow supergirl yeah but it also had an iZombie, which is coming back in January. Okay. By the way, if you, because I remember you, we were talking about it. Yeah. Well, I, they have the second season up on Netflix, so I need to get into it. Um, but it also has Lucifer, that's on like Fox or something. Oh shit! Yeah, I heard that's like a DC property. Yeah, it, vaguely, it's like a Vertigo property. Oh, okay. Uh, Preacher on AMC. Okay. Gotham, which is on Fox. That's true. And then soon to debut, which who knows if they'll last past the pilot, but it's got Powerless. It's going to be that NBC kind of comedy show. Oh. Like kind of like an office kind of like. For superheroes? Yeah, but it's like damage control kind of. Like they oh. work in like an insurance firm and they. And anyway, it sounds okay yeah. in premise. It could be a very forced premise. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen NBC take like 
things like that and be like, isn't this funny? <laughs> no. Uh, people like The Office. People like superheroes. Yeah. Let's mash them together. Yeah, like they've taken so many things where it's like, yeah, this is a good idea. And then it just they play it up where it's like, hey, look, <laughs> they're having fun. They're, it's funny. <laughs> but it's weird that Marvel is also going to do like a similar show called Damage Control eventually. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, regardless, back to DC TV. <laughs> they also have a Black Lightning pilot that's on its way. Krypton on Sci-Fi, which we're super Can't pumped about. Can't fucking wait. And Scalped is going to be on WGN. Oh shit! Yeah, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that, especially if it's maybe it's not WGN, but it's on something. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking forward to see how they're gonna do that. I think WGN's getting a little trying to get more racy with their content too, because I think they came out with like some kind of like backwoods gang show. I can't remember what it's called, mm. but I remember seeing things for it, and I'm like, this doesn't look like a WGN show. Maybe it is WGN then. And then Arrow is soon to hit its 100th episode, so it can go into syndication. Oh, shit. And it's already got people up for grabs. I think it's like TNT or TBS or something is going to like show that in syndication now. Oh, Jesus. So like, it's just a huge thing that now AT&T is also looking to get to capitalize on this of course. billion, literally billion dollar industry. God. So, right, that's, that's all I got if you just want to oh, okay. finish well, it that's out. That's fine. Well, Troy, thank you. I think everyone here appreciates what you've talked about and have mm -hmm. the exact same sentiment as I do. I want to die! Put a bullet in my head! That was fantastic. Great. Great. You're a dick. But. <laughs> I was legit trying to like find like Game of Thrones news so I can play it for <laughs> for me on your behalf. Well, thank you. But I couldn't. I couldn't find anything worth talking about where you would where you wouldn't want to actually die. Great. <laughs> um. Big news, JT. Yes. Your favorite social media platform, Vine, is dead. It's, it's in its last few days right now. It's dying a slow, slow death. I, I was like reading like a whole bunch. Like when they announced it, there's a lot of people just like putting out things where it's like, oh, started my Vine account today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like if anyone doesn't know, Vine was like that six second video sharing platform or yeah. whatever that immediately got competition by like Instagram. You know, Instagram was like, OK, we'll just double it. And yeah. then Vine was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why it's dead is that it's. It's impossible to advertise on Vine. Yeah. Nobody's going to watch a 10-second ad or a 15-second ad for a six-second video. Mm -hmm. And so it's impossible to, like, do that. And I think Twitter bought Vine as well, yeah. like, a while ago. And, like, Twitter's trying to be more productive in terms of trying to get money. Because I think they're trying to sell to somebody. Yeah, I think Disney thought about – Yeah. I heard – was going to buy They're trying to – they're trying to, like, sell the – they're trying to sell their company, but it, then they're, like – Okay, I'm going to spend all this money on something that you can't really advertise on. Right. And Twitter's, uh, I've noticed recently, they have a lot more ads on there, too. Yeah. Not just promoted tweets or anything like that, but, like, um, if they have, like, a, a video up, it'll show, like, an ad before, like, the video if you're just scrolling through. Oh, yeah, stuff I've seen too. that, too. So it's like, oh, boy. But what's after that almighty dollar? <laughs> So if you're looking for your favorite Vine stars anywhere, they'll be um, living on the street pretty soon. Oh, good. So, because they are awful. They're awful people. <laughs> I was just listening to, like, a news recap show today that, like, the Vine stars that were big 
all got together and like lived in a house on Hollywood and Vine in a building that's address was 1600 Vine Street. I'm so glad that they're out of a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. The, <laughs> the last bit of news, JT, that I have, Fantastic Beasts. Yep. We heard about uh, its possible five sequels that it'll have or five total movies. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it's five, I think. <clears throat> but Johnny Depp... Confirmed to be in the next you sequel. You seem very excited about this. I'm not. <laughs> I don't care about the Fantastic Beast movie at all. Yeah. I don't really care about Johnny Depp. But if you like him, find him in the next Fantastic Beast sequel. I hope he plays Captain Jack Sparrow in it. <laughs> if only. So he can be like, oh, oh, why am I around these magicians? <laughs> Wear a funny hat. <laughs> yeah. Expect to patron him. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for what was happening this last week, oh, JT. Man. I saw you just dropped your entire book of notes on the ground. Well, well. You threw your notes down in protest after I told you Johnny Depp. Well, fuck it. <laughs> was going to be in the next Harry Potter movie. Oh, man. Well, Troy, next week we're doing that Doctor Strange, of course. Yeah. Got some Doctor Strange news. A little bit of Doctor Strange news. Oh, man, don't spoil it. All right. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, pre-sales are already hot <laughs> Oh my God. for Doctor Strange. Buy your ticket yet, JT? I did not buy my ticket yet. Me neither. But um, I'm figuring, you know, I'm probably going to hit it up somewhere sometime soon. So I'm not going to try. I'm not going to. I'm not going to commit myself just yet. All Great. right. I might try to catch it Friday after work. Mm-hmm. All right. Just throw that out, out there. Well, anyways, <laughs> apparently the pre-sales for Doctor Strange have already outsold the pre-sales for... Ant-Man and mm. Thor. Oh, my. There's a lot of hype behind this. Granted, those were the two like least prof- profitable Yeah, <laughs> but still, films. they, they got to find some way to brag about it. So, I mean, <laughs> you know. Sure. And uh, apparently so far, overseas, because I think it's already come out in certain countries. Yeah, it came out last week in certain countries. It has already made $86 million worldwide. Oh, my. So, it's got a little head start. Before it hits that big American debut. <laughs> I think I saw, um, this could be wrong, but I thought I saw a figure that it was ru- or heavily anticipating like a $70 million weekend. Ooh. I mean, if it comes out Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Could. It could. That's, That's a lot a of moolah. Possibility. So... There's a lot of there hasn't been a lot of stuff coming out lately, so I think there people are chomping the bit for a good a good uh, fantasy destructorama. That's right. They got that Dan Brown movie that's out right now. Yeah, that's doing awesome. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. I kind of want to see it because I kind of like them. Yeah, and I've heard from I heard a review where they said that this that was their favorite out of the three. Really? So far, so. Da Vinci yeah. Code is really good. I know. I'm not. I I don't hate Angels and Demons either. Me neither. I kind of liked it. The ending is like almost too actiony for like. <laughs> what? It gets actiony out of nowhere too. <laughs> but I still like it. I still like it. It's like Ewan McGregor playing Super Priest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert Langdon. It's <laughs> like getting his old semi-overweight body <laughs> trying to 
Save the day. <laughs> well, uh, Bobby Langdon. Bobby Langdon. <laughs> well, anyways, so there. It's Doctor Strange. Look out for the review next week. We're going to drop it hard. We're going to drop it like it's hot. It's hot. Troy, yeah. are you looking forward to that Moana, that new Pixar Hawaiian flick? Well, maybe you got, maybe you got something to uh, take your fancy towards it. Oh, I was shaking my head no, if anyone didn't know. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep forgetting this is not visual. <laughs> Troy said no. He said no. Well, anyways, Troy, Moana, the they didn't a uh, they uh, released the villain for Moana. Oh my! It'll be voiced by one of our favorites. Oh, Father the Concords, Jermaine Clement. Yes, and he's going to I'm be back playing. On board. He's going to be playing <laughs> a giant hermit crab called Tomatoa. Oh, all right, I'm on board. I like my I like me some Jermaine. Oh yeah. So you got and the him. rocks in it, so it's a guaranteed. You got hit. Dwayne Johnson in there. You got some Hawaiian chick no one's ever heard of. It's gonna it's money. Yep. They're printing money. I'm glad though they actually casted a, a native Hawaiian person for the voice of yeah. a Hawaiian like That's, character. It is good. They didn't Hollywood yeah. whitewash it. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> He's got to be played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. But no, I'm I'm curious to see what they do with it. It's going to be like the last like original Pixar movie for a while, so there's going to be a whole lot of sequels after this one. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's a strong one. Yeah, Pixar. I'm other than like Cars. John Lasseter loves cars. He fucking loves cars. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Th- I don't. Other than that, like they really haven't put out anything terrible. No, I've I've been a fan of everything they've really put out. I'm all, not like a fan, but like I've enjoyed. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. But I I do like that Inside Out. Inside Out was pretty great. Did you ever see Ratatouille? No, but I keep hearing it's so good, and I should probably really watch it. Me too. We should just for a, a recent, like a, a next yeah, few episodes down the down the road, yeah. just watch Ratatouille because we've both never seen it. There you go. Why not? I was thinking, uh, there's a small production meeting in between shows. Right. I was thinking for like the week at, for like the week of Thanksgiving, like we both give each other the worst movies we've seen so far this year, okay. and we do like a special like turkey episode <laughs> where we just like bitch about how we made each other watch these shitty fucking movies <laughs> <laughs> all right that sounds fun i like that yeah God. live producing on air i love it <laughs> that and i was like kind of going through the schedule like i don't think there's really anything that we can do during thanksgiving week i was like let's just do this okay sounds great but so there you go production meeting Live in living color. <laughs> Troy, that James Cameron. Meeting adjourned. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> can I second? Can I get a second of that motion? There's only two of us in here, so there's... I. Okay. Who said that? Me. Was it... Who's who's me? Me. Oh, my God. Are you another character called me? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> I absolutely not add another character. James Cameron? I'll do it. No! Oh, Bernard! <laughs> Bernard, you son of a bitch. 
You're not even part of the meeting. Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, James Cameron. He's just a pioneer of yep. filmmaking. Yep. A lot of people giving him scrutiny for that avatar. Yep. Saying that it was good, but it's a little predictable story. Listen, I enjoyed Avatar. I enjoyed Avatar too. People can suck it. <laughs> yeah. Suck my white ass. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Anyways, James Cameron trying to be yet again a pioneer of the theatrical arts. Okay. With his sequels to Avatar. Of course. He is in the process of trying to invent 3D without glasses. Co- okay. To try and implement into his Avatar sequels. All right. If he can do it, I'm all on board. Yeah, hey. I've been into that idea for, for a long time. 3D yeah. without glasses. I don't know how the fuck he's going to do Is he going to make it holograms? I or have no idea. James Cameron, you are one crazy motherfucker. I can only imagine if he does do it. Movie tickets for that movie will be like forty dollars. I know a person. He probably had that idea, like getting high, like diving in the Mariana Trench. <laughs> Just a lack of oxygen to the brain, yep. making him trip out. He's like, "How can I make this more successful? Are you without glasses?" <laughs> furiously scribbling in a notepad. Yeah. <laughs> he like comes up to the surface. And he's like covered in scribbles and just say, "No glasses." <laughs> What's wrong, James? <laughs> I had an idea. I had a vision. The trench gave me a... <laughs> <laughs> I was enlightened by the trench. Oh, my God. <laughs> Faith be it in the trench. <laughs> so, James Cameron, we hope I hope you succeed. Me too. That sounds like a cool idea. Make it happen, Jam- James. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, he makes some really weird shit, but I am kind of a closet fan of Lars von Trier. Me, yeah, me too. It's like, when I, I watch it, it's like, oh my god. And then afterwards, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of like that. I didn't hate that. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> the same way. I kind of like, yeah, there's so much shit in there where I'm like, oh my god, why am I watching this? <laughs> and then just on reflection, I'm like, yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I always go into it with morbid curiosity. Like, yeah. What has he gotten yeah. himself into this time? Is he going to make a chick cut off her clitoris again? Like, I just want to see if he does that. Is Willem Dafoe going to come blood again? Let's watch. Let's watch. I like all your examples from one movie. Because Andy Christ is fucked up. I still, I have still not have the balls to see that yet. Yeah. Just because of those reasons that you and Ghost Hunter Dave always give me about Antichrist. Is some chick just going to let jizz fall out of her mouth after doing a three-way with black guys? Nymphomaniac. Let's do, yeah, let's <laughs> let's see if it happens. Here we go. I'll give you another example. There, thank but you. Andy Christ is legit is the most fucked up movie ever. <laughs> All right, go ahead. When you, have a, when you have a fucking deer running through the woods with a fucking dead fetus hanging out of its ass saying chaos reigns, that's a fucked up movie. <laughs> Still Antichrist. It's but, still Antichrist. <laughs> it's never, it's never changed from Antichrist. <laughs> well, anyways, his next movie, okay, sounds pretty interesting. He's he's casted Matt Dillon, oh, to play a serial killer, okay, in a movie called The House That Jack Built, okay. Is it gonna be like a six-hour epic? He has to cut into three I movies. I hope so. I hope so. I I try I read briefly on what the plot's supposed to be and it's like a serial killer that 
prides himself on all of his killings being a work of art. Oh, I can see that being real fucked up. I can see that being very <laughs> Lars von Trier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it already. I I am too. Every time he every time he puts <laughs> something out, I'm like, that sounds awful. Sign I me up. See it. Sign me up. I want to <laughs> see it. Did you watch the director's cuts of Nymphomaniac yet? Damn it! I think I need to. Did you? Not. They're on Netflix, but I haven't seen them yet. But they're like it's even. They're even longer. Like yeah. each movie is like two and a half hours long. I know. I heard like his original cut for the movie was like eight hours. Yeah. It's like how, something ridiculous. How much does this woman get fucked that you need to watch and do it for eight hours? And, like, can you imagine what a director's cut for a Lars von Trier movie is? Like, Jesus Christ. It's got to just have some goofy shit in it. <laughs> goofy meaning horrible, horrible Goofy things. shit. Goofy shit. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah. Keep doing what you're doing, Lars von Trier, because I am interested Troy, Stranger Things Season 2. Yep. A little bit of sigh of relief you can get because <gasps> Eleven is, will be back. <sighs> in it. Might have been hit and miss on the ending of that first season. Like, oh, what happened? Where, where Did she go somewhere? Whatever. I don't know. Nope. Coming back Season 2. Coming back. So, See Western, Danger. Rocking that Eleven costume. She had a really good Eleven costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had that sweet wig reveal. That's right. She wanted... Do a double time. She wanted, good. she wanted the sweet wig for the cover up, and I put a bald cap on her oh, with fantastic. her like short haircut. Fantastic! Oh my god, just killing it. It was good. It was good. Well, Troy, there's some news that kind of threw me off guard. I don't know if I like it yet or not. Uh oh, I'll be the but judge. I'll, I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> Apparently, John Turturro mm-hmm. will star. In a Big Lebowski spinoff, okay, playing his character from it, Jesus, okay, in a movie called Going Places. Hmm, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the style. Like, I don't know if the Coen Brothers are even involved in it. I didn't really like find out, but yeah. Plus, it's. Jesus in the movie is a pretty fucked up character. Like, he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> I... Pedo dude. And he's not, like, a huge part in the movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, I I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Can't see it picking up any steam. And that's... It's, like, greenlit. It's it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. I think they, they put images out of it already. Oh, my. It's already filming. Yeah. Oh, my. So... I don't know. I want to see what... I, I'm curious to see that what they do with it, but I don't know what they're going to do, especially if it's not if it's not connected to the Coen brothers, then I'm, I'm not going to be interested at all. Yeah. It's probably going to be like some fanboy bullshit where it's like, hey, look uh. what the Jesus is doing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my. So we'll see. We'll see. We definitely will see. Troy, some probably good news. All right. I guess uh, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is taking a break from movies in general All right. All right. after that out of the shadows okay which is a really good call because i did not make it a half half hour into the fucking thing <laughs> that thing was dog shit yeah 
Like when I was bringing up that turkey idea, I was like, I bet he's going to fucking say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and make me watch the whole fucking I would have never thought of it. I would have never thought of it. And I still won't. That's torturous. Yeah. I'll, I'll come up it's with something else. awful. And then it's... surprise you with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. God on damn it. You probably will. <laughs> you probably would, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Troy, those live action Disney flicks are hot. Hot action. Hot, hot, hot. Well, their next one. Well, I don't think this. that's their next one. I think because like, I think they're doing Lion King after, or I think they're doing Lion King next, and then Mulan, and then the next one after that is supposed to be Snow White. I heard about that. And the Seven Dwarves. Heard about that. Don't forget about Beauty and the Beast. That's oh, also Beauty and the filming. Beast. Yep, I think I saw an image for that too. New image came, came out. out. Yeah. That's them face to face. I don't know if I'm digging how the beast looks though. I didn't uh, really big ass fucking goat horns. <laughs> Well, he's got horns in the cartoon. Yeah, but they're a lot more subtle in the in the cartoon. Like these look like fucking like he looks like a big goat. Mm. I have to look but at it know. again. I don't know. It, it might grow on me. I don't know. Okay. Maybe they needed him to be, to be more beastie. That's true. Or more horny. Oh, oh baby! <laughs> look what you're making me, Belle. <laughs> you're making me horny. Look at what you're making me, Belle. <laughs> Troy, that Alien Covenant yeah. movie coming around the horizon. Right. A reoccurring character that's going to show up mm-hmm. is Guy Pierce. Oh, is he going to be the old man again? Peter Wayland. I don't know. They just said that he's cast. Okay. Maybe they might do like some weird like Fountain of Youth bullshit or something. Who oh, knows? boy. Or just give him dog shit old man makeup again. <laughs> For no reason. For no goddamn reason. Just cast an old person. <laughs> Why does it have to be Guy Pierce? <laughs> I don't know. But uh yeah. Troy, did you uh did you see Edge of Tomorrow to or Edge of Tomorrow? No, I say. haven't. I haven't yet. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I heard it was pretty good. Well, uh they're coming out with a sequel, mm-hmm. of course, Edge of Tomorrow 2. And apparently it's going to not just be a sequel, but a prequel. Oh my. They're going to be following the story of Emily Blunt's character. Okay. Edge of Tomorrow, but the director, like how he said it was that it's going to be a prequel that's actually a sequel. Oh my god! So blow lots of fucking weird time shit going on here. All right, I'll have to check that. I heard it was pretty decent. So yeah, I enjoyed it. It it was like a violent Groundhog's Day. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it. Um. Got a beer. Ah, uh, yeah. There we go. Okay. Um. Troy, those Stan Lee cameos. Yes. Coming out. What are you? Are you pondering something? I was because I had something I was gonna say, and then it left my mind after I got excited about Burr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was trying to recollect my thoughts and see if I could get back to well, it. Inter- interrupt me if it, if it's something I will. Okay. <laughs> Try those Stan Lee cameos. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been just throwing them out there, super hot and heavy. Yes, because they're not. I don't think they're really sure of how long it's going to last. <laughs> Correct. Well, uh, apparently, the director of the three out of the four cameos is old James Gunn himself. Old Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy G. 
That's what we always call him. Jimmy G. Is that, that's, is that when he's in your phone? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Oh, so he's in your phone, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got you got the Feig brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I got Paul I got Paul Feig. Yeah. Kevin Feige. Yeah. But they're in there as Paul and Kevin. Yeah. Kev, actually. Kev. Big Kev. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And then I got um, what we just said, Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> also in there as well. <laughs> uh Jesus. But yeah, so there you go. We got uh James Gunn out there doing all that shit. Michael Fassbender remembered what, what it was. In I can't well, talk remember. about this. I'm gonna plug my laptop in because I just saw that I forgot to do that. Okay. Well, um the character he was playing in Prometheus, Kevin, I think that's was his name. I think you're right. Uh, I believe in the Alien Covenant movie, or maybe another movie down the line, he's going to play actually two androids. They're going to be exactly the same, you know, he's going to be the a duplicate android oh, yeah. playing against, his, against himself. So oh, I thought that was shit. pretty interesting. He will be his own antagonist? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe he'll be his own protagonist isn't like danny mcbride supposed to be in this shit too i have no idea what's going on with this movie <laughs> i have not a g damn clue i'm kind of curious what the fuck they do with it because like at the end of uh prometheus it was like they were going to like another planet mm-hmm. and now it's like they're casting all these fucking humans don't know where they're just like eh, we got halfway there and got bored so went back home <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> Prometheus made no g damn sense to me, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll see, we'll see. We will, won't we? Troy, I got some really good news for you. Oh, Especially finally. since you got access to that HBO. Finally. Apparently, HBO starting this month, which is the month of November. Okay. They are going to be, they're going to have access to a shit ton of oh. Batman movies. Oh, to hype their God. BVS coming out in November 26th. Okay. No, it's, it's not none of the Christopher Nolan movies. Okay, that's fine. But they're going to have the Batman movies that were Batman through Batman and Robin. So you got Batman, Batman mm-hmm. Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're going to have The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. Okay. They're going to have Under the Red Hood. Great. And they're going to have Batman Year One. Oh all available God. on HBO. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to watch Batman 89 on a loop until... <laughs> until you die. Until it's off of HBO. <laughs> God. I actually had, uh, like, I think like two weeks ago, I took off uh, Friday and I hung out with Ghost Hunter Dave. Yeah. And we watched... Uh, some old western movies because we were just like let's be total men and watch like a fistful (laughs) of dollars so we did and then we watched like blade almost twice (laughs) (laughs) and then we put in batman 89 and by that point i had to go but i was like i need to watch all this really soon or i'm gonna have like a weird fit of some sort (laughs) it's really good still what was it i was listening to like a podcast where they were talking about cabin in the woods and i was like i really need to watch that again yeah cabin in the woods is so great it's so good and molly hasn't seen it really yeah 
My girlfriend has not seen it. We should check it out. Again. I know. We need to watch the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Fucking merman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. That's all the news I got, Troy. Great. So that means we get into our um segment we get into every time. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. They're constantly clamoring for mm-hmm. it. Come on, do the segment. Like, Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down! <laughs> and that's the thing we do before you know it's done. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time. I love it. It's I such a good, it. it's such a good little bumper that we play before every time we do it. You know it's good. You know it's it done. Just leaves you hanging. I know. Oh. You don't even know what it really is until I say that's the thing we do before you know it's done. That's why people love it. Because I never say you know it's done in the bumper at all. No. Nope. So what trailers did you see? Well, Troy, um, I guess I'll say it because I actually did watch it, but it's pretty much nothing. I (laughs) I watched the the trailer for the extended cut for Suicide Squad. Okay. And they show a few scenes in there. Of course, they're both like scenes that I did not see from the actual Suicide Squad. Yeah. And of course, they're both very Harley Quinn and Joker centric. Right. The only thing about it that interested me was that they do... It seems like they do show more about how, like, the relationship between Harley Quinn and the Joker, where she he kind of like breaks her down into becoming more, like, like more fond of him. Okay. Like it seems like there's they have more of a turbulent relationship where she's not too fond of him, like breaking out and like capturing her. You got all this from the trailer. Yeah. Well, there's like, there's, like a scene. <laughs> there's like a scene For where the DVD. like. There's like a scene where like she's like got like a gun pointed to his head and he's like like talking her down. Mm. So I'm guessing there's there's gonna be like a scene where it's like after they break out of Arkham, like all right. This like this is all speculation. I don't know oh, if sure. it's actual. Oh sure. But um, so yeah, I don't know. I might check it out. I might buy it like on my PlayStation or something. Yeah, I don't buy the disc or anything. Yeah, like you did with uh, BVS. BVS. Yeah. Was a that was a good buy, Troy. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> we got a show out of it at least. Boy, did we! We got a hell I think of a. We got two shows out of it. We got almost. a turbulent ass <laughs> show out of it. <laughs> I think there's still bitter resentment because of it. Listen, I have my opinions on the extended cut, and you have your opinions on just That's hating okay. me. I'll, so. I'll slowly break. I'll slowly break you down. It's okay. <laughs> well. uh after that, Troy, I, fo- I watched something, a Netflix property oh. that we did a show on that... Uh, Please tell me it's one I have written down. Is it? Is it the trailer for Fuller House Season 2? You know it is! Oh, yeah! Watched it! I know you were so excited for the first season. <laughs> oh, boy. So I... much so that you couldn't even contain your excitement <laughs> to finish it. <laughs> right. But I watched this trailer for the season two. What'd you think, Troy? Looks worse than the first season. It does. <laughs> My God. The minute they had Danny Tanner acting like a wigger, I was like, <laughs> all right, we're going there now. Yep. We're going there. Uh, I didn't need to see Uncle Joey from that angle in pajamas. <laughs> I also love how apparently everyone's going to fuck a Gibbler. 
Oh my god! Like I'm pretty sure Joey's just gonna fuck Kimmy <laughs> just so they can just create the this finally the triumvirate. Finally release that sexual tension that we felt since the '90s show. Oh god, when when she was not legal, <laughs> right? Like Joey's just been like, I've wanted to fuck you <laughs> since the first day I saw you when you were 15. <laughs> just pining for. Her. What are you talking about, JoJo? And then he does like a weird face, and then he just starts fucking the shit out of her. That would be an interesting twist. Maybe that would make me watch the show. Some throw in some weird. If someone in this family family oriented show gets fucked, right? Well, only if it's Joey and Kimmy Gibbler, okay. and they bring up like maybe I could have been a pedophile. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. That would make it interesting. Turn it on. Turn it right on its ear. Yeah. DJ Tanner still looking like a big fucking whore in this. <laughs> Easy, JT. Dude, she's a whore. <laughs> she's leading on two dudes, and she still hasn't made up her goddamn mind about them. And then you see, oh, both got girlfriends. Yeah. Oh, shit. Then she's probably going to be one of their side pieces because she's a whore. Oh, my God, JT. DJ Tanner's a whore. <laughs> At first, I didn't know if you were talking about DJ Tanner or DJ Tanner, Stephanie Tanner. God damn it. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I saw the recollection. Oh, just son of a bitch. Start churning in your mind. You're like, damn it. That was a thing, wasn't it? That but... was probably one of the things that I liked the most out of the first season, too. <laughs> was the fact that they made her a DJ so that they're both DJ Tanner. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is going to be a thing again. So there you go. Well, I'm going to watch it. I'll give it a college yeah. try we need to watch it just so we can fucking harp on how awful it is <laughs> i will watch as many episodes until i cannot take it anymore okay and then i'll fill you in on that because i god when i watched that first time it was like right when i started dating my girlfriend molly right. and she yeah. was just like why the fuck do you keep watching this it doesn't even look like anything you would like yeah i'm like it's full house <laughs> i gotta watch it <laughs> like i mean we'd like be laying in bed and i'd see she's still asleep and i turn on and then she'd just be like <sighs> you hear that fucking sweet ass Carly Rae Jepsen remix? Oh my god, I forgot about that. Full House. Uh, yeah. My god, a song so throwback they had to get a throwback artist to sing it. Because <laughs> honestly, where the fuck is Carly Rae Jepsen? I, no idea. No idea. But yeah, I'll I'll give it a good college try. I'll try. I'll see if I can get through it. Fantastic. You're a glutton for punishment. Like, I'm a completionist, <laughs> and I'll watch multiple seasons of Smallville to finally, conf- like, complete it, but I will not get through ten episodes hey, of Fuller House. I started the story arcs of those women from the time I was, like, three years old. I need to finish it! <laughs> okay. I need to know what happens All to right. these, these beautiful women! All right. All right, that's fine. You know they're gonna have like some kind of heartfelt episode where like one of like like someone dies of a heart attack. Like I'm pretty sure, like Bob Saget's got to be fucking sick of this shit. He's gonna be like, kill me, kill me this season. <laughs> they just open the kitchen and he's hanging. <laughs> oh my the god! Ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Grandpa Danny just didn't want to do it anymore, kids. Just didn't want to take you know, it. there was an episode <laughs> in the first season that did make me almost 
like well up. It probably did make me well up as when uh, Stephanie said she couldn't have kids or something like that. Oh yeah, that was pretty. I was yeah. like, oh my god. I know. Fucking a. I hit you out of nowhere too because it was like she was just acting like depressed the whole time. And you're like, what the fuck's her problem? Like, I can never have kids. And like, Jesus, now I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, check it out. Fuller House season two coming at you. <laughs> yeah. We've skipped over plenty of good TV, but we're going to keep doing Fuller House <laughs> as long as they keep putting seasons out. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that is right. Well, after that, Troy, I think you heard me listen to this yeah, trailer. I, I Yep. The <laughs> fucking mind fuck <laughs> that is Triple X uh-huh. colon Return <laughs> of Xander Cage. Yep. Because... People, I guess people remembered his name was Xander Cage. Uh, I sure didn't. Yeah. I've never seen know. any of these movies. This looks like someone tried to shoot up Mountain Dew like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what happened in this trailer, JT? Because you were laughing pretty what hard. What didn't happen? <laughs> Apparently you can water ski or you can like ski off a mountain onto trees I saw that from the first trailer. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you can buy dirt bikes that turn into water ski or like a jet ski. Take a jet ski, yes. Oh, that's new. Yeah. It's real extreme, is what you're saying. Yeah. Outside of that, it's like, God, I don't know. You just need to watch it to believe it. (laughs) The fact that people would. Like someone would make this being like, yeah, badass. <laughs> this is going to be great. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that the director was a 13-year-old. Oh, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> I did see it. <laughs> this fucking asshole's got to be the most immature person. <laughs> I thought about watching that and have that be one of my trailers, but it, I didn't. I went for another <laughs> oh, route. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. You just need to watch it. I will. I, I am going to watch this trailer. God. And uh, the last one that I saw, I saw four. Oh, my God, JT. It's like, I have. do I have a life? No. No. I don't. I don't. Sit there watching trailers. Just sit and watch trailers all day. <laughs> I watched a trailer for, I guess, space is a new thing now because everyone's doing a fucking space movie. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for Life. Me too. This is my This is my second one. Yeah. Uh, you got Ryan Reynolds. You got Jake Gyllenhaal. You mm-hmm. got some chick it's pretty it's a pretty big cast yeah but and it looks uh, it, it uh looks really interesting to like yeah. it looks like a mix of like almost like it looks like diet alien yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it looks like prometheus mixed with like gravity mixed with a little bit of the martian yeah. like it's it's huge space it's, is huge it's like somebody wanted to remake alien and but then they were like i don't like chess Chest bursters, and I don't like that sci-fi bullshit. <laughs> so let's make that movie. Yeah. Fuck. All right. It looks. It. I'm interested though. I really like. I'm into the space thing right now. Maybe yeah. I'll get sick of it later. Yeah. But I, I'm interested. There's a lot of like space movies coming out. Like there's that. There's that. Passengers. There's uh, that movie come out in two weeks with Amy Adams. What's that fucking called? Oh, the Con- like that arrival. Yeah, Arrival. I thought about seeing that. It's not really a, a, really a space movie, more of like an alien yeah. visitor movie. Yeah. I kind of want to see that, though. It's yeah, got I want to see it, too. It's got my 
interest. Yeah. I'm worried that it's going to turn into like an actiony shoot 'em up at the end because there's. Yeah, I don't know. But I want. I don't know. Kinda I was thinking of like all those space movies that come out close to each other. We can do a final frontier month. Oh <laughs> my! God. Right, right. That you fucking blew my mind just now. <laughs> I love that. Love it. I don't know if they come out in the same month, but I'm like, yeah, let's just do like a bunch of space movies and call it Final Frontier Month. We'll have to see if it all lines up. But yeah. Life has me... Just having you interested, JT. Yeah. I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I like me Jake too. Gyllenhaal. Me too. And uh, that chick seems cool. Yep. What about that black guy who seems to have his arm in danger? Well, I don't think he lasts long. Oh, my. Spoilers. <laughs> It doesn't look like he lasts long. <laughs> what if that's the last shot in the movie? <laughs> then that's a that's a big <laughs> follow up to a really big thing that happens. <laughs> I watched uh, both the trailer and the international trailer. Oh Jesus! What I like that the the uh, did Wolverine claw someone through the head in the in the international trailer? No. Nope. Okay, well then, it's a little bit. <laughs> it's like a minute longer. But they don't have, like, the JFK speech during it. I no one would know who he is. <laughs> oh, that's true. I guess I didn't put that together. <laughs> but they, they really don't show much more of anything besides more, like, floating around in the spaceship or whatever. I gotcha. Well, looks good. I'm interested, JT. Nice. Got my interests peaked. Whew. I know. Like in them peaks. But you've taken all my trailers, so that's all I got. All right. Well, fuck it. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that's our. You know, it's done. Mm-hmm. So uh, I didn't see any. Did you see any big deaths, Troy? I didn't see any big deaths. Just fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not gonna yeah. sing a song for Vine because fuck Vine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good riddance. There you go. There's our. <laughs> there's our Neil's bits for Vine. Yep. Well, that brings us to our main event of the evening. Oh, we're ten minutes away. Oh, my God. Damn it. We're getting closer every time. That's right. Oh, well. It's not top of the hour, but fuck it. We're doing it anyways. We are. <laughs> Sorry. Then putting a bottle cap in your bottle. I was trying bottle. to squeeze that cap. Squeeze, squeeze cap. that cap. Is that an episode of Squeeze and Cap? That was an episode. <laughs> was good, a good, good episode of Squeeze and Cap. <laughs> But yeah, we both, well, JT saw Nice Guys over this last summer, right? Yes. Maybe it wasn't the summer, maybe it was earlier in the year. Don't remember when it came out. That was in the summer. Great. And I promised to him that I was going to see it. He did a blood oath. And he cut his hand in front of me and then like, <laughs> I, like I promise. <laughs> I did. And then I did see it a month ago. <laughs> and... We're finally reviewing it now. We're I think I might have just it. said like what we've been watching like probably a month ago. He was like, "Yeah, I saw it," but everyone forget yeah. about that because yeah. we're gonna I talk even, about. I don't it remember you ever talking about it. I could have. I'm not gonna look through the papers even though I'm doing it right now. But because <laughs> I was like thinking back, like I'll, I'll just bring up. Let's see. Let's review Nice Guys because I don't think you ever really said anything about it. I don't remember you saying anything about it. Hmm. Don't know, man. I'm looking through my papers right. Now, because you know I never leave anything looking out. Looking through papers, looking through papers, paper looking. Well, I've gone back. 
He's looking at papers. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Maybe I didn't see it. <laughs> or maybe I didn't talk about it. I did see it. I did see it. Don't you worry about that, JT. Okay. But yeah. Um, so yeah, Nice Guys came out. Another Shane Black joint. Yes. And everyone knows how I liked Shane Black. Well, I love his stuff. Oh, yeah. Huge fan. I, I, I'll say to this day, Lethal Weapon, probably the best Quinn trilogy that I've seen. Lethal Weapon's really good. Yeah. You know the first Lethal Weapon I ever saw was four? Still, yeah, you told me this story. <laughs> still great? Yeah. My mom bought it at a gas station. We were on a van trip to Virginia. Yeah. Watched it for the first time there. She had no idea it was so full of expletives. <laughs> Especially since it starts out with Joe Pesci yelling, fucking a shark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that movie was great. Grant, I saw yeah. it when I was like 12. But yeah. Loved it. I'd say like the worst Lethal Weapon is probably Lethal Weapon 3 just because they don't really do anything different. Then they get to 4 and they get Jet Li in there and he's like kicking everyone's ass and it's like... Mm-hmm. Fuck it. And then they add Chris Rock, who's usually like really annoying, but he kind of toned it down for that one. Yep. Right on, man. It's like, fuck yeah, Lethal Weapon had it going on. I don't think I've ever seen Lethal Weapon 3. I've seen two. It's not that good. Uh-oh. They try and they try and spice it up with it being like, well, he's a, a former more former formidable opponent because he used to be a cop, so he knows they're fucking oh, they knows the score. He knows what they're trying to do. It's like no. <laughs> no. You're not trying to fool me. It's basically just a run-of-the-mill lethal weapon movie. You're not. You're not trying to fool anybody. You've done it way better in the past. Just, just don't. Just don't. We're not here to talk about lethal weapon, JT. No. We're here to talk about Shane Black's other bodies of work. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, Nice Guys, is more similar to his Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that came out. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe I don't even know when that came out. Like maybe ten years ago. It was a while. Yeah. Starring Val Kilmer and RDJ, RDJ before he got back into that Iron Man fame. Yep. Uh, probably one of the first movies he came back after his, like, terrible bender he had. Oh, yeah. Like his <laughs> bout with rehab. <laughs> but uh, it takes place in the 70s. Yep. Great era to set movies in. Oh, yeah. Uh, stars uh, Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. It's a big old bruiser. Yes. And Ryan Gosling as his zany sidekick, kind of. <laughs> Borderline useless sidekick. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Movie spoilers, yeah. by the way. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, this movie's been out for a while, so I don't think it's. I'm going to worry about spoilery stuff too much. Yeah. If you want to see it, I would definitely recommend seeing it. Yeah. Just gonna well, go. we'll give our first impressions, then we'll go into more spoiler stuff. Sure. But I... Um, really liked it i like the vibe that uh shane black even if you didn't know it was directed by him like if you've seen his other works like yeah. this definitely feels like a shane black movie just the way like they talk to each other mm-hmm. and like the odd like comedy that bounces off of every character yeah and like even like dark comedy that happens yeah uh, in the movie that happens like around like shane black even like iron man 3 has the same kind of vibe as, oh like, yeah this yeah. kind of movie yeah it does yeah Go ahead. I keep forgetting that he directed Iron Man three, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, I, I I went back and rewatched it just to refresh my memory because it's been so long since I watched it. And uh, I remember when we were talking about our summer movies, I put 
actually pop star above this one. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of want to change my mind because, yeah, uh, Nice Guys is so good. Yeah. Like, even just now that it's, like, fresh in my mind because I just rewatched it today, there's just so many just off-the-wall random scenes that just made me just laugh. <laughs> right. And they didn't, even, they didn't even have to be there at all. Like, they just threw them in there, and they're just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, one scene in particular that I remember is uh, there's just, like, a scene where, like, Russell Crowe's just, like, talking to himself. And they just show a random scene where, like, this chick just is like, Jack, I'm fucking your father. And then he blows, <laughs> like, he fucking, like, does a spit take and just stares at her. And they legit just, like, have, like, they just show him staring at her for, like, five seconds. <laughs> to the point where it's, like, al- to the point where it's, like, almost kind of awkward. And they just go right back into the movie. You're like, what the fuck was that? But I'm, like, losing my shit laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, it's fantastic. And I like I think I said it when my was first when I first talked about it, but this is like my favorite role of Ryan Gosling's like ever. Yeah. Like he is just fantastic from like like all the dumb shit that like all the shit that he does where it's like if he was just a little more not inept, like yeah, he would yeah. be able to like this would be like something he could do, but it's like no matter what he does, he just fucks shit up. Right. Every time. I know. <laughs> like, Every the only time. contribution that he has is that his daughter's really smart. I know. That was, <laughs> actually, that was, like, one of my, I almost didn't like that part, that his daughter is so, like, on top of things. Yeah. Because she's, like, fairly young. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know, like, 13, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, it never really took me out of, because I usually hate kids when they're, <laughs> listen to this, I usually hate kids <laughs> in movies that like overshadow like um like an adult way of thinking like how are you yeah. so mature at this age mm-hmm. but like she never really she almost like stumbles into like cracking this case yeah like she is almost forced to go along with her dad who is a private detective yeah and like he's out fucking off yeah. And like she just happens to be in the right place at the right time almost every single time and can mm-hmm. piece it together through there. Yeah. So I usually I would hate that, but I thought it was real, done pretty well in this yeah. movie. Ryan Gosling's like a drunk Mr. Peabody in this. Or, <laughs> yeah. or like a what's a, Mr. Magoo. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a yeah, drunk yeah, yeah. Mr. Magoo where yeah. it's like anything anything that he contributes to the case, he like stumbles upon because he was like too drunk. Right. He's like drunk throughout the entire movie, I, essentially. You know? But yeah, he was one of my favorite parts in this movie too. I wish I um it might be one of my favorite roles of his as well. I really liked him in Drive, but he doesn't really do much. Maybe it's just yeah. his jacket I really like. I, I think it's more along the lines of I just like the movie Drive in general. But like in this, he's just God. Just even when like his rea- his interaction with Russell Crowe is amazing, where it's like he has these fucking like one liners that he just hits whenever like he's talking. Like he mm-hmm. always has to have the last word. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, the one thing where, like, his daughter's like, so do you beat people up for a living? He's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, isn't that so sad? (laughs) (laughs) He always has to be, like, like, Russell Crowe just, like, talk about, like, something, like, that's wrong with him. And he's like, oh, that's offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's And Russell Crowe is really great in this, too. Oh, I know. I, I... one of my favorite it's it's a small little thing and it's never really said or anything like that but like he goes and meets um Ryan Gosling's character at his home and this it's where like pretty early on where he 
beats him up in his house or whatever. And he goes in his fridge and grabs a Yoo-Hoo, and he loves it. And he's like, oh, man, I haven't had this in a long no, time. No, his daughter gives him one. Oh, yeah, that's right. He and just then, takes an apple. He's like, can I have an apple? Leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next scene you see him, he's bought, like, a case of Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> he's like, this is great. And was walking up to his apartment with it, and then ends up breaking it all over the yeah. floor because it's like an ambush for him upstairs or whatever. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God. Everything else, I like this movie is really clever and like just like little subtle things that it sets up. I know, and it's just like little payoffs that really don't amount to anything, but yeah. it's they're funny and I yeah. they're pretty clever. Even with like the serious stuff they have, like e- like uh, they do like things that like set up like uh, Ryan Gosling's character's backstory throughout the whole thing, like yep. with like the daughter just like sitting in that empty lot to like yep. him talking about how he can't smell. Like they kind of like lay out the story without telling you the story until. They get to the point where he actually just lays it all out for you, and you're yep. like, oh, okay. So it's like, without really, without having to have like a whole lot of backstory, like you already have an idea of, like, what his story was as he's going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, th- do you have any like criticisms of the movie? Um, the only criticism I really have is that if you think about the the plot too long, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, and o- almost. I'm not going to say, like, overly complicated, because it's made to be, like, kind of complicated, because you have to, like, fi- these guys have to yeah. figure out what's going on, but, like, it, that's why it reminds me a lot of uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Yeah, as where it, like, kind of, like, throws in red herrings here and there, and then, like, totally gives you, like, a big twist at the end. Yeah. And the, both of these movies do that, where, mm-hmm. like, in Kiss This Bang Bang, if you haven't seen it, it turns out, oh, the chick has a twin sister. <laughs> and it's like, and it took me, like, three watches to figure out what the fuck was going on in that, because I, I, at some point I just yeah kind of, like, turn off, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, I, for, I missed yeah. something, I missed, stop, stop, stop. And this movie, like, kind of has, not it's not the same thing, but it's got, like, a big twist at the end. Where, well, I'm not going to ruin it. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's another thing, like, how can this happen and wh- how can this person be, you know, there when, yeah. you know, they, well, you know. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, the listener, not, yeah. no, unless yeah. they've seen it, obviously, but. Yeah. Like, yeah. the story's my main criticism, and uh, another criticism is the, the Amelia chick is really fucking dumb. Uh, who I haven't watched this in a the, little bit. The chick in the yellow dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's very dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, like... Borderline, like, like Darwin, you should probably be dead. <laughs> like, kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> There's, like, several points in this movie I'm just like, what are you doing? yeah (laughs) just like there's like a point where like she's totally absolutely safe and she's like well i'm leaving why (laughs) (laughs) makes yeah i i had a problem with her character too because i was just like what are you thinking (laughs) yeah i mean i i understand this is a movie and this is not real but like what are you doing like think yeah i've seen like plenty of like movies and tv shows where there's dumb characters where i'm just like okay you're you're making this decision to just kind of move the plot along. But with her, she was, like, borderline, like, super dumb. <laughs> right. Like, she was doing shit where, like, somebody who was who was not even thinking would be like, okay, I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And she would. And do it confidently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But outside of that, I, I loved everything else. I like I love the interaction between Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling, and the chick that plays Ryan Gosling's daughter. And this is really good. Yep, I agree. Totally agree. Kim Basinger is kind of really flat in this. She it, she's there just to say lines. <laughs> I totally forgot she was even in this movie. To yeah. be honest. Yeah, she yeah she's like the. The uh, yeah, she's head. like the head of the of the de- defense department. Or oh anything? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was a big twist at the end. <laughs> yeah, the big in the whole complicated scheme of things going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe you can explain that more because you've seen it more recently. Yeah, but I sure can't right now. Okay, fair enough. But uh, other than that, I would definitely I'll give this a probably between an A minus and a B plus. Mm-hmm. I like this quite a bit. I I I'd give it an A A A minus. Sweet. Yeah, love it. Shane Black killing it. Keep killing him coming. It. Just killing it. Love. I'd it. love his like little buddy comedy action things. Yeah. Like, he should keep just doing those. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> I love the, the whole thing. I was like Shane Black. There's gonna be Christmas, and then it's like, oh shit, there's not. And then they just throw in that random throwaway scene. <laughs> Just so that it can take place during Christmas. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Now I just think you have a problem that you can't film a movie without there being Christmas involved. Yeah. I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, this scene is useless. Like, why are we watching this? You're just doing this just so it can be like three months later and it's Christmas. Yep. Maybe it's a good luck charm. You never maybe, know. Maybe. It just was weird. I was like, oh, what, what are they going to set up? I was like, they didn't set up anything. They're just in a bar talking during Christmas. Yep. Yep. Where do you want to go? Do you, what do you want? What else do you want to say about it? That that's that's about it. We're just getting to spoilers, I guess. All right. Do you really want to spoil much of it? Not. I don't. Know. I guess I, don't, I guess I don't have to. Like like I said, a lot of this does not revolve around the plot. Like that's not the thing that was really con- the most compelling part about it. It was just mainly, um, just Ryan Gosling and um. Russell Crowe's interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I, I did like the small, um, like the small subplot they did with uh, Russell Crowe and like the daughter, where she was like trying to like convince him to not kill people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like that was pretty good. That was good. Did you think the? Um, did you like the whole um, Michelle Pfeiffer? Th- stuff well, like she was michelle pfeiffer yeah her um fuck <laughs> um and I, I forgot her fucking name kim basinger kim basinger jesus christ <laughs> um did you like that whole thing where she ended up being a crook i mean it didn't really mean anything yeah i i don't like the whole plot especially at the end it just kind of unravels because a lot of people doing a lot of bad shit for a very dumb reason. Like from what they say, it's just it's just like the auto industry trying to save a few bucks. But they're like, yeah, they're like savagely murdering people, <laughs> right? Just so that they can be like, oh shit, they're pointing out that our cars emit more smog than usual. Yeah, is that really worth killing like five people? <laughs> what's I don't know, man. What's five people over the death of so much smog? I don't I don't know but it was it was just <laughs> dumb it was dumb and then uh yeah and then like the fact that they had to hide 
that they hid the uh like the information in a porn was yeah. just kind of like it just kind of felt like hey it's porn this is funny yeah well in the 70s porn was pretty mainstream jt that's true i don't know if it was as do you think porn was like bigger in the 70s or bigger now probably bigger now because of internet well true but it was like shown in like Times square and shit like in theaters in the 70s yeah but that's because they didn't have like videos and stuff. Like if people had ah, videotapes, they would have just done it at home. That's true. But in the seventies, like they had to actually have them on reels. So they had to go to a theater to jack off. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, I bet those were the days. Yeah. Jerking off in public. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at me, man. I'm fucking jerking off over here. <laughs> well, me too, man. Don't look at me. Yeah. Stop looking at. Stop looking at my eyes. It's like jerk off. <laughs> but uh, so it's uh. The daughter of the Department of Defense chick. Yeah. She was, she made this like tell all porno, essentially, is what yeah. it was. It was a porno to get people to watch it about like everything shady that her mom is doing. Yeah. It was pretty much like a con by like a porn producer to be like, hey, you want to get your word out there? I got this video you can be in. Yeah. Where you get fucked, but then you also, like... <laughs> like no, you'll make this money, but you'll get your word out there yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, she does it because she's young and naive and dumb. So then that that's what leads to all these, like, people in the porn industry being murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I really liked at that porn party where, like... Crow and Gosling go there with like the daughter and he tells her like to stay put and stuff and then like Gosling ends up getting tanked ends up yeah. like swimming with like the mermaids or yeah. whatever in there and shit oh my god that yeah. was pretty good there's, yeah there's like so many scenes in this where it's just like they don't they don't like pay it they don't like make you pay attention to stuff it's just like small stuff in the background where like if you notice it it just like it's hilarious like there's that scene where like Russell Crowe is just like drinking something or whatever and like he sets the drink or no he picks up a drink and sets it down and what he thinks is a tabletop but it ends up being like this woman's ass <laughs> yeah and then and then like later in the scene like he's just like looking around the room and then you can see out of the corner like out of the corner of the scene like a guy does the exact same thing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit that was i think that was one of my favorite scenes is that one that and when he like beats him up in his house that was pretty good oh yeah i just love it <laughs> I love the scene at the bowling alley where, like, he's just, like, has all these kids around him. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and they all, like, get quiet. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, oh, yeah. this, this chick's like, you use the Lord's name in vain. He's like, well, Janet seemed to work pretty well for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I can't remember all the in, 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 uh, in intricate intricate details of like all the stuff that goes on at the end because i did see it like yeah three weeks ago or yeah. like a month ago or whatever but um yeah i would recommend this movie to anyone yeah really. it's really fun it is really fun like, i was watching it and i'm like oh man i gotta i just want to i need to refresh myself i haven't watched them forever so i like i almost went into it being like this is, this is kind of work and then as it went on i'm like god damn it i can't I forgot how fucking good this is. Mm -hmm. I might watch it just pretty soon because, like, <laughs> just talking about it's like reignition my 
thrill of Shane Blackness, <laughs> and I w- might want to go back and watch Iron Man three again. Or, yeah, I want to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang again. Yeah, it's that's one of my so favorite long. movies. God, it's so good. Val Kilmer playing a gay detective called Gay Perry. Called gay Perry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, JT. Besides the nice guys, is there anything else that you've been into this week in a little segment called What We We Been Watching? Yes. In fact, I, uh, me and, uh, Molly checked out Neighbors 2. Oh, boy. Sorority Rising. And? You know what? This might be one of the funniest movies I saw this year so far. Really? Yeah. You know what? It blew me out of the water how fucking funny this movie is. I heard... I was not looking forward to this movie at all, whatsoever. Yeah. And I heard almost the same thing from many different people. It's ridiculous how fucking hilarious this is. Oh my gosh. There's a few things where that kind of fall flat, because I guess... Like, I can almost hear, like, producers being like, keep doing the airbag scene. It was so good in the first one. Right. And they legit, like, squeeze it dry. Like, they, oh, they like, re- re- reference it, like, three, like, at least three times where you're like, just shut up with the fucking airbags already. Yeah. But outside of that, like, it's hilarious. I fucking loved it. All right. Where'd you, did you rent it? or? Yeah, I rented it. Okay. But, like, Zach Efron's fucking funny in it. Mm-hmm. They like uh, do some callbacks with older character like, characters from the first one, uh-huh. where like uh, like um, uh, shit, what's his name? Dave Franco. Oh he's, yeah. Like, he's like gay now. Cool. <laughs> so like they do like this whole thing where like he's like like uh, Zach Efron's like basically a roommate with like Dave Franco and his fucking boyfriend. Yeah. So like, oh, it's. It's it's really fucking funny. It's so good. All right. I'll have to check that out then. Yeah. It blew me out of the water. Like, like what the fuck? Why is it so good? <laughs> Why am I Why is it better so than much? the first one? <laughs> <laughs> but, Sweet. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's good. And uh, and uh, we got back into, thanks to Amazon, we got back into Doctor Who. Right. And uh, we finished season eight. Season eight ends up pretty pretty awesome. Then we got into season nine. You were, I think you were telling me about this the other day. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, but season nine goes off the fucking rails. <laughs> like, God, like I don't even know what the hell happened. Like they completely change this. I think this is the first time I've watched a Doctor Who season where they completely change like the personality of the Doctor like in mid character without having a regeneration yeah like he's legit completely different than he was in the eighth season Hmm. like in season eight i fucking actually i was a big fan of that doctor because he was like he's very like cynical and uh like how i describe it is like he's like a guy who he's completely out there and strange but he thinks everyone else is strange and he's normal so he's always like pointing out like what's wrong with other people and stuff like like my favorite episode from season eight is like there's like one where they go and like visit Robin Hood. Yeah. And like basically like him and Robin Hood's personalities clash to where they're always trying to be like the head of the group. <laughs> so like they're always arguing. <laughs> okay. If they're always arguing. Claire's just like, fine, I'll be the leader. And it's like, no, I'm the leader. I'm the doctor. <laughs> and they're just like they're arguing and then she'll just like go off and like do what they do it 
needs to be done. Uh-huh. Like it's hilarious. But no, season nine is fucking crazy. Like, first of all, they drop the sonic screwdriver altogether. Yeah, you said that and that's they give him me. sonic glasses. Where he just wears sunglasses and, like, does, like, a fucking, like, I Dream of Genie nose twitch and then stuff happens. Ugh. And then I I guess he gets really fucking, um, like, obsessed with the electric guitar. Like, there's at oh, least, yeah. <laughs> there's at least, uh, from every episode I've seen so far, there's at least one segment in every episode where he has to do a fucking electric guitar montage where he just plays a random song. Ugh. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Go back and beat do doctor shit. <laughs> I didn't come to watch a fucking unplugged. <laughs> like uh, ah, it's just so. And then like he doesn't. He's not even cynical anymore. He's just like very like he acts like less cynical and more like a teacher that like wants you to call him by his first name. Oh, I God. know. It's just that bad. That is like the worst way you could have described something ever. I know. Like, he's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Call me Chet. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. It's almost it's almost like that. It's almost like that. Oh and I'm my like, God, God, like we're trying really hard to because like we like me and Molly have like invested so much time in Doctor Who where we're just like. We need to get through this. Maybe it gets better next season. So we're just like trudging through and we'll watch. It got, it's gotten to the point now where like we'll watch an episode and it's like, I have this really bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> so we have to like, let, we legit like go like a week without watching. We'll just like watch an episode a week oh because we can't. It's so hard to get through. But uh, when we're not watching Doctor Who. Before you get to that, is there. You said that was season eight. Season nine. Season nine. Is that the most current season, or yeah. is there more after that? No, it's the most current. It's the most current they have on Amazon, which I think was last season. Okay. Okay. Have they come back with season ten yet? I think so. I think they have a new companion too. Okay. I'm like way. Be- I'm on season eight, and I only just got like four or five episodes in. Yeah. I think. I like season eight. It's really good, and mm-hmm. they. Uh, they build up to like a really cool ending where they bring back a character in a weird in like a cool way. Okay. I was just I was just getting into the doctor by like where I kind of left off and then I just kind of fell off and then Netflix kind of took everything away. Yeah. But like yeah, they cuz they uh they do like some things throughout the 8th season where like they do, like, these, like, small stingers where, like, if somebody dies in the episode, like, they show them, like, sitting in this room and then this woman, like, pours them tea and, like, hey, you're welcome to heaven <laughs> or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that all comes to a head in, like, the last episode. And then, like, when they do the big reveal as to whatever, what's going on, you're like, holy shit. Like, it's really <laughs> fucking cool. All right, cool. But, uh, yeah, so when we're not trying to trudge through the awfulness that is Doctor Who season nine, uh, we got back into Hannibal. Mm. And God, Hannibal's so fucking good. So I hear, I'll never be able to watch it. You know this. I know, <laughs> I know. I, I love you, Chelsea Danger, but God, it's so good. But be a grown up. Come on, <laughs> grow up. Yeah, but Hannibal's still good, huh? Still good. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Many, did I have three seasons of it? Yeah. Okay. 
And it was on NBC, and they do a lot of fucking racy shit on that show. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like, there was, like, an episode we watched not too long ago where, like, a guy kills people and then, like, flays their back to make wings because he wants to turn them into angels. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> God. <sighs> I should watch that. <laughs> but that that's all I've been watching. All right. Well, uh, this last week. Uh, actually, this last weekend, me and Chelsea had like a little bit of downtime on Sunday, and uh, we were watching uh, a show on Netflix. I think called like Paint Wars or Body Wars or something like that, where it's like body painting, yeah, or whatever. And uh, it just jumped into like something that you would probably like, which is a show called Steampunked. <laughs> what? And it was a competition reality show in which people who are steampunk enthusiasts do steampunk challenges to become the best steampunker person oh my god and for what i only caught maybe episodes five six seven and eight or something like that but uh it was different (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, w- I don't know if I'd recommend the show to anybody because the yeah. competition was weird because it was like they have these contestants and you want them to like make steampunky stuff. Yeah. But essentially just imagine like a big dollhouse, right? Yeah. And you can s- you like open up the dollhouse and you see all the rooms in it. Mm-hmm. And every episode was them breaking into teams making the best steampunk themed room in a house and then oh my god so like one episode would be like make a steampunk bathroom one episode make a <laughs> steampunk bedroom and was that like a home and garden no i don't know what the fuck channel this i think it was on the game show network or something like that but like so they would eventually fill in this house with the a picture of who won like the last competition or whatever yeah. until they finally got the best steampunker person. It was weird. Like and the judges were weird. <laughs> like Dita Von Tees was like a guest judge once. What the fuck is that? It was like it's like a some pinup girl who's married to Marilyn Manson. Ah. Uh, I don't know, man. This was a fucking dumb show. <laughs> and I watched more than half of it. It it was weird. Troy, I'm telling you, you need to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if I want to, man. Hey, it's good. It's it's super gay, but it's really good. And that's that's fine. I just don't what I don't know what the it's just them dressing up and the best one who dresses up. No, it's like uh well, drag queens are like performers too. So they right. have like like usually like the last they do have like um like uh challenges where they have to like present like a look or whatever, but a lot of them are like presentations. Like sometimes they have to write their own song and like produce it and stuff. Oh, okay. And there's other ones where like like my favorite episode every season usually is they do snatch game, where they have to like they recreate like the match game game show look, uh-huh. but they have to like impersonate a celebrity and then like encompass that celebrity and like like say answers like they would say them and everything. Oh, okay. See that makes me want to watch it a little bit more because I just thought it was like. A competition where, like, just guys 
dress and drag yeah. every show. It's like, oh, you didn't do it as good. You're off. Like, I had oh, no, no idea. How That's the, the show... best thing, though, because there are people that are really good at that, but they're awful fucking performers. Oh, okay. So then right you on. like get to like see like the balance of like, well, you have a really cool look, but you can't fucking act for shit. So, <laughs> and then they kind of like, rub, they, yeah, they kind of like, like, uh, have to judge on that basis. But God, yeah, it's, it's addictive. Like right. we're like. Me and Molly are like going through withdrawals, waiting for more RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, uh, that Body Wars thing I was talking about actually has RuPaul as a judge. Yeah. But it's like as Guy RuPaul. Yeah. And like, he, she shows up as Guy RuPaul in the show. She doesn't dress up to like the very end. Oh, okay. And then, like, cause there's like one season where she got really fucking weird and like wear like, these weird big like <laughs> they wear like these really big weird hats, but she's like still dressed as a dude, and you're like, What's take the off hat? the fuck, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to be like, hey, Rue, like, what the fuck's up with the hat? Like, <laughs> but no, they they run like RuPaul's like the fucking like drag race like messiah, so like they're always like, oh hi Rue, hey Rue, hi Mama Rue. <laughs> 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 but no, it's so good. Yeah, you need to check. Like, at least give like the first couple episodes of like the first season on. I think like they only have like seasons three through eight on Hulu. Okay. So, uh, yeah. All right, maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll check it out if I got some time. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been into this week, I read uh a book called Superman American Alien. Ooh. It's written by Internet Loudmouth Max Landis. Oh boy! And you know what? It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It every, it's a trade, so it's got like six or seven issues in it. But every issue in it is a different period in Clark Kent's life. Yeah, starting when he was like a kid, kind of learning like that he could fly and stuff. Through when he's like in his angsty teen years. When he's before he got to the Daily Planet, after he meets Lois Lane, and so on and so on, or whatever, mm-hmm. and like it shows, it it's not a Superman book, and it says that right on the book, like it's a Clark Kent book, oh, which cool. makes his character way more interesting cool. because like it takes a look at him through a different spectrum where it's like he's not such a goody two shoes, such a Boy Scout, like when he was a teen, like. He did stuff that teens did. Like, he went out and snuck out with his friends and, like, had a few beers in, like, the back of a truck with his friends or whatever. Son of a bitch. And, like, it it definitely humanized him a lot more. And I really, really enjoyed that. Like, it's it had a lot of praise when it was coming out. And, like, I held it really high before I read it. Yeah. And it wasn't as good as I think people said. Mm-hmm. Like, it had some misses there, especially... Like, I think the last two issues I didn't enjoy as much. But even though they had, like, a guest, a superstar artist on every single issue. Yeah. But I I wouldn't, I would recommend it to people who are a Superman fan who wants, like, a, a humanizing spin on, like, Clark Kent. I oh, would cool. recommend it quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. And it shows, there's, like, a uh, one issue where, um... Oh, it's not Jimmy Olsen. It's um, fucking Jimmy Olsen. Pete, Pete Ross, his like high school friend, like yeah. knows that Clark has superpowers. Like he's known, it's one of his good friends or oh, whatever. Cool. So like he knows that Clark has these extra abilities, and when he becomes Superman in Metropolis, 
he comes to visit him and like they get in this huge argument and they end up like blowing off steam and uh like arguing with each other and fucking Clark tries to like fly to the moon because like I think at one point they're drunk and they said like I bet you can't even do that shit or whatever. <laughs> so he goes and tries to fly to a moon to blow off steam and like his he burns up in the atmosphere when he tries to leave Earth and like ends up almost suffocating in space because he can't hold his breath long enough to get to the moon. And just so happens that like a Green Lantern is flying by at that point oh, shit. and says like fucking why are you earthling out in space and then he scans him he's like oh you're not even an earthling you're a kryptonian what are you doing on earth you're supposed to be extinct or whatever yeah and like sends him back down to earth or whatever and then they end up reconciling in a like a great friendship way like if you and me got into a fight and i tried to fly to the moon and then i end up saying like oh i was a total dick and you're like yeah i know ah still buds yep <laughs> i i agree batman was better in bvs <laughs> But Batman shows up in this too a little bit, and he was like an inspiration for Superman to become like a crime fighter as oh, well, because Batman was around before Superman in this. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend it. I I liked it a lot. And that does sound interesting. Um, it's every issue's got a different artist, like I said, but mm -hmm. it's all they're all like superstar artists and shit like that. It's really cool. I yeah. wouldn't. I really liked it. Nice. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm. Uh, before I forget, I did watch the second episode of The Walking Dead, mm. season uh, was it seven? Season seven, Who and uh, yeah, it's it's actually really good. I I like I I can it's I haven't gotten as far in the book as they are on the show, but they introduce King Ezekiel in this. Oh yeah, and uh, the kingdom and stuff, and like I don't know what it's like in the book, but in the show. I really like the dynamic because the kingdom is pretty much exactly like Alexandria, mm -hmm. but they keep more people in the dark. So it's like they, they're a lot more successful, but they're kind of more um, they don't know like how much shit they're actually in. Mm. Like even like because uh, they do like a thing where uh, I guess like uh, they're playing it up where like Carol and King Ezekiel are kind of like developing like a thing. Okay. So like they have this conversation and like he talks about like his whole backstory about how uh he's not even he doesn't really consider himself a leader. He was just a zookeeper that like took care of this lot that this tiger for so long that it loved him. And then when his family died, he went to the zoo and like found that it was still alive. So it was like it, they kind of like bonded with each other. Uh-huh. And then when people started like clinging on to him, they were like making up stories about how he like fucking fought this tiger and like beat it into submission <laughs> and how like he made it like yeah like how like he like conquered this tiger and everyone thought he was this big badass and just made him the leader and then he was like well if it's not me it's gonna be somebody even worse so then he just became the leader and cool. then as he as it goes on like you see all this bad shit that goes on around them but he it's like him and like a select few of people that deal with that and everyone else kind of like lives inside and there's kind of like not in tune with like all the bad shit going on. So in a sense, they're even more productive than Alexandria. Nice. I can't remember exactly how it is from the book, but do they in uh, the kingdom, do they kind of talk a, like a little medieval? Oh yeah, he does. Okay. I don't think not too many other people really do, but he does. Cause he like, cause he said that he used to be, uh, 
He was in theater and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was in theater. Yeah. But he like he keeps he keeps a lot of it is like keeping appearances. Right. Yeah. Cuz like there's like a scene where like Carol's just like just cut the bullshit and then he just starts like talking like, "Yeah, I know. This is kind of like a <laughs> thing that I do." Yeah. And like and but that's what I like about it where it's like cuz Alexandria like it works, but it's it's still flawed because everyone's just terrified all the time. Right. But is it, where, as in this, like, people are, like, farming and, like, gathering animals and stuff and, like, staying productive because they think that life is pretty good for what it is. I can't re- I don't know if they, if they go way too deep into the kingdom in the book, but all I can remember from it right now is that, like, like uh, Ezekiel and like his men that kind of surround him, yeah, uh, are almost like more militant. Not like to the fact like uh, like uh, Negan's group or whatever, yeah. but like they are. They're not. They're not as much as in the dark as like maybe the pup. Like uh, their their whole group, but I don't think they go into like the rest of like the kingdom's group as much in the book or not. Yeah, I can't remember though. The the men that surround him are not as they're more easygoing but they are very professional yeah yeah and uh yeah like they do like a thing where like they go on a run and stuff and they show like what what he does outside of the kingdom that's like uh like how he shows like how different he is outside the kingdom as opposed to being in there and like keeping appearances for everybody it's really interesting i actually liked it i think this season is definitely taking a turn that i thinking def- desperately desert like needed to do yeah like with negan and like all of his like crazy shit and then with the kingdom where it's like a whole new aspect of living in this like zombie society of like trying to like keep people productive without scaring the shit out of them it, when i was reading the book i thought at the, about at this point too the book really picked up pace as well yeah because even though I like the Alexandria stuff, I thought it maybe went on a little too long and it was kind of treading water for a little bit. Yeah. But um, I, I when the Negan was introduced, it was like finally something them to rally against. Yeah. And you also had three different societies um, working together. They had Alexandria, uh, the Kingdom, and the Hilltop. Yeah. And... Negan almost had control of trying to control everything Mm -hmm. and they were all trying to rally against him and shit like that. And I felt like that was really cool. And that point, like the core members of like the group you've been following from the beginning are splitting off and some are going to the hilltop. Some are going to the kingdom. Some are staying with Rick. Yeah. And so it was interesting to see like a a shift and all that stuff. So it I I'm really interested to see where the show's going because a lot of people are were against it like because they feel like Negan's too like nihilistic and they don't need to see that shit on TV and yeah. it's like I think that's what the show needs to... yeah they just need they need a foil to get behind to, to get against yeah and I yeah like I like I love that first episode because it's like he's so he's such a fucking bastard but mm-hmm. he's so charming at the same time where it's like fuck you I'm not laughing at this god damn it. <laughs> I thought he was great. I, <laughs> I loved, loved him. I know. I he was Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fucking amazing as yeah, Negan. I know. And like the guy that plays King Ezekiel is like also really good too. Yeah. Okay. Like he has that he has like that like ire about him where like he where you're like oh, what a fucking douchebag. He's making everyone treat him like a king. Yeah. But then he's like he's able to like 
be more down to earth when he's like having that conversation with Carol. We were like, man, I'm going to see where he's coming from. All right. Right on. Have you been keeping up with uh, Westworld? Yeah. Like, okay. Westworld's, I like it, but I don't know where it's going yet. All right. I I don't think I've seen anything past the, the third episode yet. And I think, like, episode six is coming up this next week, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, man, that went really fast. It yeah. felt like they, I missed, like, a ton of stuff. I like Westworld, and I like the concepts that they're playing with. But it's like, I feel like, because I think, like, uh, isn't it J.J. Abrams is, like, behind it? Or, like, somebody from, like, Lost or something is behind this in some form. Because it feels very Lost-ish. Is it or, Damon Lindelof? Maybe. But it's it feels very Lost-ish where it's, like, they're throwing out all these concepts and you're like, just tell me what one of these things are. <laughs> so I, I can fucking, a... fi- like, latch onto something. They're just like, we're going to the end of the maze. What is it? That's a total Lindelof we need, thing. Yeah, we no, we're going to this town to find another piece to this puzzle that will lead us to the mix. God damn it! Just tell me something. <laughs> like, why are you going there? Why do you need to go there? Yeah, that's like a Lindelof. But I don't know. It's produced by Bad Robot, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it's just I'm liking it, but it's I'm getting way too many lost flashbacks where I'm feeling like they're just they're giving uh, us a bunch boy. of cool shit. They're giving us a bunch of cool shit. But, like, they're not answering anything, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. If they go through this whole thing, <laughs> and they're just like, they're just like, we were all dead all along. I'm going to fucking flip out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally get it. I meant, I was going to start catching up on it this last weekend, but got caught up in steampunk, so didn't. Oh, man. Well, I can totally, I can <laughs> totally see where you're coming from, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh well that's the show everybody yeah so uh, I thought we did a did a pretty bang pretty up job stand up pretty stand up job had a good week this last week good stuff yep good watched, stuff. I watched surprisingly a lot of stuff now that I'm going back through and I'm like Jesus Christ I need a life <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of good stuff next week Doc Strange on the docket getting on it get on it I'm gonna try to see it Friday JT do it to it. I'll see it somewhere, somehow, some way. You got a show this weekend? I got a show Friday and Saturday. Oh, boy. I think I'm going to go see Spencer 9000 this weekend. It's got a new house. Check it out. Yeah. I'll see it Friday. I might see it Sunday. If I don't see it then, I don't know. I'll have to go after work. Yeah. I think the only time I'll be able to get to see it is maybe Sunday. Okay. I think next week I actually work early and I'll be off by before five. Ooh. So maybe we can see like a. like a Monday showing or something like that. There you go. Be like the only people in the theater. That'd be cool. I kind of want to see an IMAX. Ooh. Do they have like a big screening over at Star Cinema? Like they have an IMAX? No, the closest IMAX is in Madison. Oh, fuck it. I'm not going to go <laughs> Madison. <laughs> but anyway. Maybe there's 3D showings. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see it in 3D or nah. not. Not until Jimmy Cameron can. Yeah, not until he makes it without glasses. <laughs> Get on it, Jimmy Cams. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's the show. JT, we did it again. Another week. Another star-studded event. That's right. That's right. We did it. Well, until next time, JT. Or, no, wait. We got we, we to plug. <laughs> Come on. We got to plug. Come on. How are they going to reach us, T-Max? Well. You know how they can reach me? 
Where? You can reach me oh, at Bucky for everyone on <laughs> Twitter. Also, around, Bucky for everyone on Instagram and hey, why not Snapchat? Even though Troy <laughs> talked over it all. <laughs> they were this all before. You can find me at Troy to the Max. You can find us both at offpodcast.com slash Twitter. <laughs> I don't fucking know. If you like uh, Facebook, you can find us there at Twitter. <laughs> Fuck. You Facebook. I should start this whole goddamn thing over, but I'm not going to. I'm going to plow through. Let's start the whole show over. <laughs> Facebook.com slash off topic podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, future at SoundCloud.com slash off topic podcast. And we are also on iTunes and Google Play. Oh, that's Stitcher coming in the dark. Fuck them. I don't know what their Stitcher. problem is. You must be a dying brand. And I also haven't. <laughs> Attempted to go back and check. That's fair enough. But anyway, you can do that. Uh, all those things. You can comment on all that stuff. Um, if you want to send a longer message, tell us how we're doing, what you'd like. What you, Maybe you have a, a real pet peeve on what we do here. Yeah. What the fuck? You can send all your hate mail. Why does Troy say essentially so many times? <laughs> you can essentially send us an email at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. I think that's everything think i didn't botch everything up but who knows there's always next week (laughs) yep sounds good to me great it'll be a bigger show there'll be more people listening next week for because of that doctors doctor strange (laughs) (laughs) sound like don pardo there (laughs) doctor strange (laughs) tim meadows (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so join us next week. We do review Doctor Strange and everything we liked, maybe disliked. It might be just a big piece of shit <laughs> about it. But until <laughs> then, I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm JT3K. And we are off. <laughs>